All right, let's do this. How are you, what the fuckers, what the fuck buddies, what the fuck nicks? What's happening? How are you? Are you okay? I'm all right. I got, you know, I got crowd updates. I got uh, some other updates, but like right out of the gate here, I don't want to waste much time. I want to tell you that uh, Michelle Yeoh is here on the show and it's an amazing conversation. It's just, uh, I was so honored and uh, excited to talk to her. And it's just, she was just amazing. I mean, I can't, <laughs> I can't, I don't even, I don't even know if I can explain it. She's just one of these people. She sat down, she had just gotten out of a, a, a some sort of a banquet situation or a luncheon, an academy luncheon. She was dressed up. She looked stunning. And she's just a dynamo. I mean, she's just one of these people who is in full command of her instrument, of all of it. That means her her fists when she's fighting or her legs when she's dancing or her charm when she's talking. And it was just a, a thrill and a pleasure to talk to her. So look forward to that. That is coming in minutes. But before I get too far off track, I need to address... Uh, the death of Richard Belzer. Now, Richard Belzer is one of the all-time great Richard Belzers. He's an actor. Some of you know him from uh, 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 what, Law and Order, Munch. I never watched that, but I knew Belz as a comic, and I knew Belz as a decent guy. I knew Belz as a guy that looked out for me, and I knew Belz as a guy who, who, uh, who was always caring and nice. And I don't know if anyone, I don't know how many people know that about him, but you can sort of assume it. But look, when I was a kid, I don't, I don't remember seeing Bells maybe once on a TV show, but I remember reading an article, maybe in Rolling Stone or Cream about this crazy sort of uh, balls to the wall, edgy comedian who used to just rip it up as house MC, a catch rising star it was his whole profile of bells, you know, about the drugs, about the insanity. I mean, he was there early on at the peak of catch in the seventies. And I read that article and it never went away, but he was never that easy to find as a standup because he always held this place. He had a talk show, I think for a little while, he famously got uh, dropped by that wrestler on his head and sued the guy. Um, that footage is disturbing to watch, but I just knew Bells as this guy that was there at the the peak of a certain time in comedy. He does not get the respect he deserves as a comic. But I was always sort of mildly obsessed with him. And then when I came out to L.A. and I was a doorman at the comedy store, Bells was around. He was living out here and he was coming to the store. And I was out of my mind on drugs and I was always at the store. And Bells would drive up in his fucking El Dorado and he always wore a suit and he always was asking about me, asking how I was doing, laughing, having some time out in the parking lot, you know, where we were talking, always nice to me, always seemed to care. And I love the guy. I just, I, I just saw him as one of, I, I don't use the word spirit animal, but one of, one of my f foundation blocks somehow. And he was just so funny to watch because he was so bells, man. He was the bells. Come on, man. 
Richard Belzer, man. And this was before weed was like legal. And he used to have this pot. He always had really good weed. And he called it the hammer. And if he wanted, if you if he wanted to ask if he wanted to smoke, he'd he'd just motion with his hand like he was lightly tapping a hammer and be like, yeah, man. And just driving around that El- in that El Dorado with Bells, that was the fucking best. I used to watch him all the time, just kind of riff it out and be his goofy self. But just a class act and a great guy. And uh, I just love the guy. And I haven't seen him in years. We never had him on the show. It was always, a, a, I don't know, it just didn't happen. He was in France usually. And it just never was convenient. But uh, he was very special to me, that guy. And I guess he was 78. He had some health problems. And it's a pretty good run for a guy who lived hard when he was younger. And I got a good story for you. I've probably told it here before, but it's one of my favorite stories. After I left Los Angeles and went back to Boston to start over again, we were working at, uh, I was working at Catch Rising Star. I was sort of bitter already and angry, and I didn't know where I was going. I had just sobered up, and I was trying to stay sober. And and I just remember I was down at Catch Rising Star in Boston, and Jimmy Miller was in town. Jimmy Miller is Dennis's brother, who's a big manager now. And he managed, I believe he managed, or Messina Baker Miller managed Janine Garofalo at the time. So he was out and hanging out with her. And I remember it was after the show, and we wanted to go out somewhere. Jimmy wanted to go out. So me and Janine and Jimmy Miller uh, get into my car. I don't know if we went to a club. I feel like we went to a club. I'm not really a club guy, but I feel like Jimmy wanted to go to a club. So we're just driving. And I'm like, you know, kind of like, you know, dude, man, I don't know what's going on. I'm trying to get, I'm trying to fucking break through. I'm telling Jimmy, I'm like, you know, I'm just trying to find my voice. I don't know, like, I, I don't know if I have it or if I'm going to get my voice. I don't know how you find your voice. And he's sitting in the back and I go, so like your brother, your brother figured it out. How'd he find his voice? And from the back of the car, I just hear Jimmy Miller go, he's doing Belzer. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Right, babe. Yeah. That's it, babe. Yeah. He's doing Belzer. Dennis Miller. He's doing fucking Belzer. I loved it. But uh, Rich, seriously, man. Sweetest guy in the world and just a, a a great influence on my life. You know, a real survivor dude, but so cool. And in in my days of insanity, he kind of leveled me off. And I always love seeing him. And I'm sad he's gone, but he had a great life. And uh, I'm going to miss him. I'm going to think about him. You know, there's guys I think about. I think about Saget. I think about Bells. And there's this... There's a, there's a continuity there. Those are two of the sweetest fucking guys that I've ever met in, in this business. They, they were certainly missed. And I, oh man, I'm just going to think about it a lot. So look, I've told you I was making that kraut. The recipe I was using said five days. So it's, it's still crunchy. And it, it was weird. I was watching it. I was nervous about it. I bought the I bought the crock, the ceramic crock, the weights, the lid. I uh, salted the cabbage. I put it in there, waited for the brine to rise. It did. And I took it out. I took it out yesterday, and it's fucking awesome. It came out beautiful. You get, I mean, on some level, you got to think, like, how can you fuck something up that has two ingredients? I'd never done it before, and fermenting seemed a little intense. But I just let it do its thing, and it's so tasty. And now, like, it's opened up this whole world of fermenting. I, I don't know if that's the next phase of my life. I don't know if I'm going to purchase another crock or two and start rotating different fermenting things. I don't know if I'm going to get into pickles or kimchi. I don't know what I'm going to do. 
But I do know that I can make kraut now. And I do know that that's fucking exciting. Yeah. It's been like, I'm just starting to come down from all the press and all the excitement around my HBO special. And I got to be honest with you. I was just having these feelings. I was having these feelings yesterday where I, I don't know what it is about this one or about what's happening now, but I feel, I think I feel kind of like I landed somehow, like I'm grounded somehow, like this is the best work I've ever done somehow. Like I feel like I finally arrived as a stand-up after 35, 40 years, whatever the hell it is, because the special is, is, is hitting with people, but not just people, my peers. And if that, that, that's a, a big difference, man. You know, I've got comics are telling me they love it. Comics are, in, are just intentionally DMing me and emailing me to tell me how great the special is. And I, I don't know if I ever really felt that before. And I don't know if it's because the profile of, of HBO really kind of put it out there in a different way. I can't fell about my own special anymore without annoying people, but it does feel like my, the last two have been the best work I've ever done, but this one felt somehow different. And I feel that after years of doing this podcast, after years of being a comic, after years of however people know me, you know, because there was a period in time where I was doing the podcast and my biggest fear was like, well, I'm not going to be seen as a comic. I'm going to be seen as a podcaster. And it really, it really fucked with me for a few years, you know, that people didn't really know me as a comic, but the podcast was going well. And I just, I grew to learn to accept it because I, I was learning how to do this and, and it was finding some success, but you know, in my heart, I'm a comic and that's what I set out to do. Comics I love sent me emails and texts to say how much they like the special comics. I respect uh, a lot of them peers and that, that, that means a lot. And it was overwhelming uh, in terms of it being, and you know, just being touching and, uh, and it made me feel like it must be all right. Cause look, I'm a comic. You're not going to reach out or say anything if you didn't like it or if you didn't see it, you know, it means something. These women and men who are in my profession are not, you know, just running around giving, you know, empty compliments. It's really not our nature. So I just feel like I did something special with the special and it feels like a special. <laughs> okay. But again, thank you for all of your uh, words of uh, encouragement and support and that you liked it, man. I watched uh, Nate's special. Nate Bargatze, who used to open for me, who I saw at the Grand Rapids Comedy Festival uh, when he was, you know, no one knew who he was. And I watched him like three times in one night. I'm like, who is this guy? Made me laugh every time. He's got a new special out. Um, I think it's called uh, Hello World. Is that what it is? But his special is clean. It's, um, but it's more personal than, than usual for him. And he has a take on being the firstborn and a take on Christianity that I thought was so unique. Well, he does this whole bit about this sort of variation of Christianity and how it, how it changes over time within his family. And I thought it was spectacular. We couldn't be more opposite uh, in our approaches, uh, but uh, certainly to Christianity. But I, uh, you know, the guy kills me, makes me laugh. And I, I think uh, he, he likes me too. <laughs> okay, look, 
guys, gals, Michelle Yeoh. This was like, I was nervous because she's, you know, a, a, a force and she's amazing. And uh, so I was a little nervous and she looked so great. She was all dressed up from this uh, uh, Oscar luncheon. And obviously the movie, Everything Everywhere, All at Once, uh, you can watch actually now on Showtime. She's nominated for Best Actress at this year's Academy Awards. And I had an amazing time talking to her. So wait, so you were just at an Oscar luncheon. Mm-hmm. This is the uh, one where they take the class photo. Oh, really? And all the nominees are there. It's the first time I went. I didn't know what was happening. I didn't even know about it until two days ago. Really? Did they forget to tell you? No. I, You know, the schedule has been so packed. And yeah. I've, I came from London because I'm filming there yeah. at the moment. Yeah. So you really don't know what's going on. Yeah. You just see these like, lines and lines of things that you have to go to. And then I go, oh, Oscar lunch. Okay, lunch, yeah. right? Right, sure. It's just a lunch. Right. And then they go, no, this is where you get your class photo. Oh. And then I go, what class <laughs> I'm such uh, an idiot. Yeah. So every nominee gets on stage, all grouped up into one big happy family, and they take photos of Oh, us. my God. Well, you look great. Thank you. That's a, uh, I like all the, uh, are those rhinestones? What are they? And they're like little pearls and oh. rhinestones. Oh, it's very fancy. Yeah. It's a formal lunch. It is. Mm-hmm. So you uh, at least you brought the right clothes. <laughs> I dressed up for you, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but so you just have this, this, uh, this agenda, this uh, all these things to do, and someone just manages you, takes you around the publicist for mm-hmm, the for mm-hmm. the studio or whatever. It's uh, yes, good. This is the first time I'm do, uh, understanding how it's yeah, done, and yeah. there is a a way to do it. Yeah. You need a publicist that tells you who are the ones. You must go be interviewed, do the podcast with Mark. Okay. Yeah. No, seriously. It's like, are you kidding me? Um, Not so, that guy. Where is it? In his house? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Far away. Uh-huh. Uh, so they they will tell you, uh, this is what you need to do. These are the interviews, you know, whether it's uh, yeah. cover shoes sure. or all those sure. kind of things. Did you just get here today? I got here last Wednesday night. Oh, okay. So it's been like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Okay. Today, after you, I'll go to the airport. That's it. Yeah. And then back to London. Back to London. And then because it's BAFTAs this yeah. weekend. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so, but so I'm you filming can... Wicked. What, of, what is that? That's the musical. Wicked. Oh, you are? You're in the, in the, in the, it's the witch, the witch one. Yes. Yes. That's the one. Yes. Yeah. Is that fun? Oh, my God. It's so fun. Um, it's John Chu directing. Uh huh. Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah, so yeah. we've worked uh, oh, together. Oh, so you know each other. Are you singing? Yes. yes. Oh, that's great. I know. Have, <laughs> it's always you... been a wish of mine. Now I, it's come true, and I'm like, oh my god, what did I wish for? Is it? Does it? Have you never sung on camera before? Not on camera. No. 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 Uh, can no. you? Can you do it? I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> it's, It'll it, be fun, of right? Of course. It's almost better in musicals if you, like, if if you're not professional singer. Because then your personality comes out. There's and a, I, I think this character, that's what is required. Yeah, yeah. Because the singers are Ari, Ariana Grande, oh, and oh Cynthia Erevo. <laughs> yeah. So Erevo. Yeah. So they are, when you walk onto the set, you know, and it's big and huge yeah. and spectacular, and uh-huh. then suddenly you hear, oh, yeah. it's like, 
Yeah. Killed singing. Isn't it crazy when somebody who like Ariana? Oh gosh. Oh my God. So tiny. The two of them are so tiny. It's like, it always gets me when people, like when people can really like just effortlessly sing beautifully, it makes me cry immediately. That's no, but it's true, right? I don't even it know just why. touches your yes. your soul right away. It doesn't have to. It doesn't need to be a language you understand. I know but that those those sounds just like reach in and embrace you or something. Every it's, time, yeah. If I, I watch a musical, yeah. I worked with Jennifer Hudson once on a movie. Oh my god! And she just came to an event like a, it was a cast party, right? And uh, she and she sang and she sang it, and it was like, oh my god. <sighs> And you just realize, I, I don't know. I'm always amazed by that. Even when I, I used to interview people and they would sing if they were musicians. Right. And just that, that that's their profession. Mm. That's their art. Mm. And it's so second nature mm. to, for them to just do it beautifully. Mm. And when someone like me watches it, I'm like, oh, my God. What just happened? Magic? Yeah, I think it is. <laughs> and I love it when they are singing because they love to sing. Oh you know, God. it doesn't matter whether in the karaoke room or whatever it is. They just sing with such joy. It's so beautiful to watch. I, oh. And I'm terrified of it. I'm terrified of singing. Of singing? Yeah. You have so many guitars all over them. <laughs> I know, but I can play. I don't mind playing guitar. You don't sing with No, I do. But it, like, it took me a long time to feel comfortable doing it in public. Oh. In front of people. Because? It's too you vulnerable. You feel your it feel, voice I, is... It feels very vulnerable. I don't uh, know why. And I'm also like, you know, I had a bad you're experience. You're shy. Yeah, it's secretly shy. <laughs> yeah, Around bad singing. Well, yeah. I had a bad experience singing once in front of people. I couldn't get the, the key right. And I just kept trying and it was very... It was, <laughs> oh, no, that's traumatizing. It's oh. totally traumatizing. <laughs> I wouldn't like that. <laughs> it's terrible. And I, it scarred me forever. It happened at a summer camp when I was like 15. And it oh, took, that's even worse. Yeah, it took years for me oh, to get over it. And Year. teenagers are brutal. <laughs> I, well, I think I was more brutal on myself than anyone oh, else was going to be. Because sure. it was like a music camp. So I guess there was... Certain, Everybody was singing. Oh, yeah, exactly. It's terrible. Creating music. Yes, yes. But, but I, you I, didn't what? lose your love for it. Is no, no, no. I love to play. Okay. But I, I have been singing lately. And it's it's I've gotten past the fear of it. Oh, good. I don't know if I would break out into song for you right now. If you're like, could you sing me a song? I don't think I would do it. No? No, it would make me nervous. Why? Yeah. I'm a that, good listener. <laughs> I'm I'm not here to sing, Michelle. Uh, Why not? Singing is joy. It's it is. Fun. It's true. But I, you know, I watched um, uh, Crazy Rich Asians, like, on the airplane yesterday. Where did you come back from? New York. Oh, it's okay. on there. It's on American. It, it was a deep, complex bit of acting. I mean, like, and and it, and you really showed up and did it. I mean, it was not certainly not a comedic part. No, uh, in no. the midst of all this sort of lightness, right? But there was a weight to it that was almost menacing. But it was necessary, of course, right? Yes, yes. Because you uh, you are trying to tell this girl, it's, you're not trying to um, say that because she comes from a ba- poor background, she doesn't fit in or anything like that. She's actually giving her strong advice because you come from, even though you're Chinese, but you have been not, you haven't been brought up in the way that you yeah. would be in sure. Asia, yeah. And it's very different. Yeah. So, and she's trying to tell her it with with kindness. Yeah. Like, are you sure you're ready for this? <laughs> It was, was it with kindness, but not really, right? <laughs> and that's the funny thing that you had to play was this weird politeness right. mixed with this horrendous, you know, controlling, Truth. yeah, right? Yeah, but you could see, because it, it's true, it's the same with John, it's with John Chu again. Yeah, so, sure. You know. And I remember when I, because Kevin Kwan wrote 
a trilogy of these books, yeah. Crazy Rich right. Asians. Yeah. And they're fun books to read. You know, these characters sure. are larger than life. Yeah. They're, 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 you can laugh at them, you yeah. laugh with them and all those kind of things. And yes, we do have these very interesting individuals running around. Yeah. But then what is so, I asked John, when I received the script, I was like, I can't play this mother because she's just downright mean. <laughs> yeah. She's just mean for yeah. no reason. She yeah. was just like horrible. <laughs> I mean, the only saving factor was, you know, when they bought, she bought the hotel, when they were yeah. sort of like turned away just because you were Chinese, you should go to Chinatown and all yeah, that. Right. So she turned around like, hmm, guess yeah. what? Yeah. I, I love that. That That's for great. me is like, yes, yeah. empowering. Justice. This is, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then the rest of the the script was more about the, you know, the bachelor party yeah, yeah. and the Mean girls, sure. yeah, right, yeah. not treating her right, yeah. and all those kind of things. That was that, and I said, "What? What do you want? What? What yeah. is this? This character?" How, how, oh, okay. So, so what um, but then because I, when when a, a script comes to me, yeah. I first read it. If I don't respond to it, I want to know who the director is yeah. because I believe that the director is the visionary. Sure. He's the soul. You yeah. know? He's the one that will bring the words to sure. life. Yeah. And um, and I had seen some of his work. Yeah. And one of the works that I really liked was the documentary he did on Justin Bieber. Okay. And I thought, for the first time, I see this Justin Bieber, who is a very lonely soul. Yeah. You, you saw a different <laughs> side of it. Right. Yeah, right. And it's hard. Yeah. Because you hear all these things about him, yeah. you know, and, you know, all these whatever uh -huh. and but then you and i love that john chu was able to shine a light on that and make us feel come on guys cut him some slack take a step back <laughs> yeah. and i i appreciate that very very yeah, much yeah, yeah. it could have been a very slick commercial sure, sure so i asked him um what is the tone of your movie what kind of film are you trying to do with crazy rich asians if it's like uh, the books which is very commercial you know like let's just go out there extra fireworks uh, uh -huh. you know flashy clothes and yeah. things like this and then um it could be like a hangover too, yeah of course right? yeah that kind of you know, <laughs> right. let's just be sure. roungy and, and have and, a wild time and you've got ken jong in there so yes, he's ready exactly to go. <laughs> everybody yeah. you know aquafina ken yeah, jong yeah. you know and then he said, if I did that, my mom would kill me. And I go, right. oh, okay. Now I'm be beginning to hear. Because it's very important, the mother and son story. Well, that was what it was all about at the end, right? At the end. Because that's the balance. Yeah. Right? Otherwise, it's like, why would the son come home? To what? Yeah. If the mother was just mean. Right. Never cared about him. Right. Right? So yeah. you had to, in, and the mother and son really had that one scene together. But in the, when he was changing his shirt, yes, right, yeah, and when you had to see the love, right. and respect between the two of them, right, and with with that, you know, so we added on a lot more, yeah, John uh, together with Adele Lim, who was the writer, and we had brilliant producers, uh, Nina Jacobson sure. and John Panotti, but they understood that they didn't understand the Chinese culture. And they shouldn't be the ones who said, oh, well, you should do it this way. Right. Right? So they really gave us a lot of respect and heard and listened to us. Well, how did you grow up? I grew up in Malaysia. And so I, I come from a very multiracial society. Yeah. So no understanding what it is to be Chinese from that part of the world where family comes first. Right. There's no way around that. What's Malaysia like in terms Malaysia of... Malaysia is like a tropical country. Okay. So very multiracial. Yes. We have the mountains, we have the seas, there's a place to visit, you know. And but your family is ancestrally uh, Chinese? Yes. 
yes. Okay. So we, I would be third generation. Malaysian. Malaysian. Wow. Yeah. So my grandparents, they came from China. Do you know why? I think it was the same reason that Everyone a lot of people left. left. Yeah, <laughs> Things yeah. were getting bad. Thinking, thinking that there would be a better life. Right? Why do yeah. you leave uh, a home yeah. or a country? Yeah. Right? You must be feeling, I need to do this because yeah. the t- it was war. It was so many things happening. It gets dangerous. Or sometimes you just want to get away from your parents. <laughs> I think that was not the case. Yes. I think for them, it was like they had, it must have been, not so good in the country. Was it around before. the time of the revolution, I imagine? So, oh, yeah. Wow. No. So did they ever, did you grow up knowing about that? No. Oh, okay. Because by the time, you know, they they were fairly old when yeah. they came. I, I'm, you know, I was very young when I met my great-grandmother. She still had those bind feet. Oh, really? You know? Oh, my God. And I, rem- yeah. I vaguely remember that she would, she had this mother of pearl, you know, those four best be- uh, poster beds. Yeah, yeah. And this old lady that's just like always curled up on the bed. Oh, wow. Because she can't really walk, right? If wow. You think about so it, because those bound feet are just not made for walking. Right. And so she would always sit in this this bed. Oh, and, and, her, just, and her feet were just mangled. Yes. And then like, yes. oh my God. That was really... So you got two, the two totally different sides of, of old Chinese culture from what you came from, right? Right. So right. now when you were growing up, did you do acting? No. No acting? No. I was in the world of Ballet and dance and sports. So I was a baller- little ballerina. Yeah, with dreams of being a little ballerina. But you were you were good. No, <laughs> you know it, we will never fit the type. I mean, we are just we looked we look wrong. Who? We will, Who's we, we? Like the Asian girls oh, really? at that time. If you go to um, because we went, I went on to study in in England. Yeah, but I was thinking more like a teacher. I would ha- have my own school, you know. Then I would teach ballet. But and, that's but that was the dream, though. You must have the dream must have been to be a dancer. I performed when I was back in Malaysia. But sure. once you get to to London, you uh, uh, where I was in Chester, you realize very quickly you will never fit into the corps de ballet, you know. Oh, because it's classical, and there wasn't about inclusion then. No. So no, there, it was. There was so, no inclusion. Then why would they even let you in? Oh no, because there were the the both. They offered both things. They offered you as a a, a dancer, and then because it was a ballet school, you could join it. Okay. But it doesn't mean that you will automatically be able to, because they they are quite brutal. At a very young age, they will actually tell you you will never make it as a dancer. Right. Because you will be too tall. Your bones will grow out. But and you didn't not, get that. I, I, I was because just wrong. Because you were in Malaysia, but you were but you were not told that you were encouraged. No, not right? in Ma- in Malaysia. They encourage you to yeah. dance. Was your were your parents supportive? Oh my of- my mom and dad. My mom loves the world of cinema. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. She she was the one who brought us to the cinema all the time. Oh yeah. Yeah. Every week. Oh yeah. Every day if she yeah, could. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and what'd your dad do? He's a lawyer. He was oh. a lawyer. So this was a, a fairly liberal household in terms of expectation. In that way, my dad was always very good in the sense that, you know, he always said, my duty to you, education, mm. right? But what you want to do with your life, you figure it out. Oh, that's well, that's very nice. That's, I mean, for an Asian family, for no a Chinese kidding. family, you know, he never said to my brother and myself, oh, you have to be a doctor, a lawyer, or this or that. And generally, a lot of children gravitate towards whatever the father would be, of course. Would be doing. And so he was always very 
open. I've way. talked to a lot of, uh, of uh, Asian. Like Ken Jeong, he was a doctor. I know. Yeah. He, yeah, he was a, years ago when I talked to him. He still had his. He was still. He could still he was practice. Still practice. Yeah. Nothing. Has he given that up? I think he's given he's up. He's now full time with 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 the creative arts and the performing arts sure. process. But I've talked. I talked to Simu. And yes. you know, and uh, uh, several other people, either from uh, Asian countries or, or just the immigrant, ex- yeah, yes. the immigrant experience yes. is it's like true. you've got to do these things. But oddly, now you know, being a doctor or a lawyer doesn't guarantee you anything, does it? It doesn't. Huh. Having a degree or a master's or whatever doesn't guarantee you anything. And I think nowadays parents have stepped back a bit, yeah. dialed back yeah. a bit more yeah. because they also see they force the children to be what they think is the best thing for them. Right. And I find a lot of, especially from my generation, they did it to please their parents because yeah. they didn't want their parents to yeah. look at them like they're failures. So they would become doctors, sure. lawyers, sure. And things like that. And miserable. And the, sad, the most sad part is like only when the father dies or something, then they'll go and do what they love. Yeah, it's rough. Yeah, it is. It is. But now I think times have changed. Yeah. Parents ta- have changed. I talked to Ronnie Chang, too. Oh, he's great, isn't he? Malaysia. Yeah, he's very great. You I know, love he's, that, that he's guy. He's funny. He is. He is. He's, he he's is. an he's... intense character. <laughs> so, so uh, you know what I mean? He's You're... intense in everything, okay? I like know. he'll say to me, there is the best a uh, Malaysian restaurant in Sydney. Yeah. You have to go to it. Yeah. Right? Or in uh, LA. Yeah. You have to go there. And yeah. I'm like, uh, Ronnie, I know where that one. Okay, but it's all the way in Alhambra. I'm not going there. But it's the best. It's yeah. the best. <laughs> he is like that. Intense. He he wants the best. Yeah, he, he, I love him. Yeah. But that's that's who he is. He's very genuine. Yeah, he's right? he's he's a character. Yeah. So so you go to which you went to the fancy English Academy of Dance kind of thing. What was it? What was it called? It's, Royal Academy of something. Royal Academy of Dance. It's like they certify teachers to go around the world to teach. So that was your plan. So, yes, that would have been my plan. Okay. And, in fact, you know that I have a very dear friend, and she she's a couple of years older than me, and she went ahead to do that first. Mm-hmm. And the plan was, like, when I came back, we would start, we would share start a, school a school. in Malaysia? In Malaysia, together. Oh, is she? Because I never had plans of being a movie star. So what happened to the dance school plans? So I'm... Oh, well, ha- what happened was I went to uh, one of the sister school of the Royal Academy yeah. of Dance, which was in Chester. My dad did think that staying in London at such a young age was probably not the best idea. So yeah. going to boarding school, you know, would okay. be better, and yeah. which is a fact, and yeah. which I think is also better because you don't want to be in London when you're so young. Right. London will always be there for you to visit. Yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to get uh, corrupted in London. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. What I think is, it's nice to be outside oh, in the pretty. countryside, sure. yeah. and you get to see the country a lot more, yeah, and yeah. really get to know the people a lot more. Yeah. Because when you're in London, it's so cosmopolitan, right? Sure. It's so international. Yeah. So you probably you'll end up with all the Malaysians that are living in. <laughs> That's true. You don't get the real English experience. No. So. It was great for me. I went there and I was in Chester, was yeah. having a whale of a time because yeah. you know you you dance from nine till five. Oh wow! And then you do your O levels, night school, you know, for a couple for, of hours for like liberal like. arts and stuff. For, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So which is which is what I loved yeah. to do. Um, then yeah. unfortunately, I had a bad back. I had a it wasn't an accident it was unfortunately a something that was accumulative and uh-huh. i did my back and you know we learn to live with pain 
Yeah, Come on, yeah. we dance on our toes, right? Right? They would be bloodied and everything, and sure. you still keep dancing and so, making it look mm. like it's so. So you didn't know. You I didn't. Know. You didn't register. So it. I, I had, I hurt my back so much, but you think no, yeah. you know, you just probably pulled the dance muscle. Through it's it. yeah. fine. You will exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what yeah. we dance sure. through it, like yeah. an athlete. You yeah, work of course. through the pain, yeah. right? Yeah, and. Fortunately, in this school, the Hammond School, we had uh, an orthopedic surgeon and uh. an orthopedic uh, therapist that yeah. came to see the girls, you right. know, yeah. and judge their, the way they, they were building and how they were growing, yeah. right. monitor their, their, their yeah. weight. and <laughs> They're checking the thoroughbreds. Yes. To see. <laughs> Actually, that is a good way to look at it as yeah. well. And so she looked at me and she goes, there is something wrong with you because at that point I was literally crawling up the stairs well, because yeah, my, you my would, you back. Would think that was an easy diagnosis. You're supposed to <laughs> walk. Like, and she's like, uh, uh. Yeah. <laughs> so she said, okay, let's just do a few. Show me what your motion yeah, movement yeah, yeah. is. Sure. And then she said, no, 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 no. So straight to have uh, an X-ray, then an MRI, and then it was seen one of my vertebrae had rotated and displaced my hip and I needed a manipulation of that to get it back in place oh and God. yes and at that point when the doctor the uh, specialist said ah. that he basically said you shouldn't be doing this kind of dancing wow because you know it will your body will not be able to handle it in that in this way even if you're just teaching if, no if you were teaching it's not so bad yeah. but you need to take a break from all the, from this nine to five kind yeah. of dancing, uh -huh. so of course you know I was seventeen at that time. It's like heartbroken. Oh, it's, you 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 know that saying you see your dream shatter. Sure, yeah. It's like yeah. Yeah, like that. Gone. But because I was, I think because I was a foreign student. Yeah. Uh, Mrs. Hammond, this lovely, all the the principal of our yeah. school, uh -huh. she says, "Darling, this is not the end of." dancing there's so many areas which she is right yeah right yeah. You are, you're looking at choreography the history yeah. of dance so many other things that you could look at. i bet you martial arts wasn't on no, her list no <laughs> definitely not on the list definitely yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think at that point if you said to me you're going to be a martial art or an actor yeah. everybody would say i bet the last bottom pound you would yeah. never make it as <laughs> yeah, an yeah. actor so how did you take it so you know i think Good thing I've I've always been as good Asian children. We yeah. always listen to okay. our elders oh, yeah. okay. because they are the ones who will come out with a good advice. Yeah. So I went on to do my O levels. She introduced me. She found a, uh, a college that offered a degree in dance, mm -hmm. uh, in dance yeah. basically. So I could keep on in the world of dance and then decide what I wanted to do. Oh, without killing yourself. Without killing myself further. Did you get the adjustment? I did, yeah. When you were 17? Yeah. No. There was no way around it at that point. How, what, what does that mean, adjustment? Did they have so to do they surgery? So okay. uh, they go in laparoscopically. Yeah. So they don't actually have to cut. Yeah. Thank God. But, yeah. You know, so I have a little incision on my back. Yeah. And they, I go in and they manipulate. The vertebrae. They just kind of screwed it back in, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's uh, actually a good way to put it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but fortunately, it did go back in. But mm. I continued to dance. Yeah. I continued to do choreography. And it was it opened a, a bigger picture yeah. in a, a new world. Yeah. And it was good for me. Yeah. You know, so your mind, yeah. instead of just seeing ballet, 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 ballet school, ballet sure. school, this, this, this. Yeah. And then suddenly you go like, oh, wow, I can do so many other things. Whole spectrum of dance and stuff. Correct. Expression. And Correct. It was like, okay, when you do this. So, um, but then still there was no 
definitive plan. No career no, plan. No, no. Because you yeah. guys are like wondering, hmm. And now you're like, what, 20? Now I was 21 because yeah. I finished my, okay. I got my degree. And you go and back to Malaysia? I went back to Malaysia yeah. with the plans of, I love living in England at that point. Yeah. I love the freedom of, you know, expression of the creative mm. arts. And that was not something that I could have pursued back in uh, Malaysia at that point. Yeah. Because uh, it was not so... There were not so many of these kind of things going on. People didn't really care as much. Not for this performance arts. Was there but was there traditional performance arts in Malaysia? Traditional in the sense, I think there were dancing, there, yeah. were, there were, yeah. but not the kind that I was of looking course. for. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you know, I and also if you love the place, you already know what other things you want to go back to yeah. and to explore, like right. in Scotland or in uh, London oh, or yeah. something like that. Yeah. And um, then. I went back home and uh, my mother, <laughs> yeah. she had enrolled me secretly into Miss Malaysia. Ah, oh, beauty pageant. Yeah. She actually... She actually, Secretly? Yeah, because she, she sent my forms in and everything. She signed it for me. So technically, wow. I'm not legitimate. <laughs> so she had a plan. She had a plan. <laughs> what, what, did she, what do you think she saw that uh, doing for you? I don't know. No, I think what she was was like, she thinks maybe I could go to Hong Kong. Maybe there would be something more. Uh, but she was always that way inclined. She loved the stage. She loved the movie. She would have be made the she, best. She just wanted you to be a star. Yeah, I think she did. Or she didn't know because she was not an actress herself. She married very young. Right. But, you know, she had she had like she would she loved to do fashion shows. Okay. She loved to do concerts and things like that. So she thought you were beautiful. Yes. What, that, which mother doesn't think that of their child? <laughs> right. I, I think my mom goes in and out, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> it depends on my weight. Oh God. Yeah. They yeah. do do that to you all the time, don't, don't they? they? Yes. But so, but she want she. That's interesting that she steps in after this education. She knows you want to dance, but were you expressing uh, um, like that you didn't know what you wanted to do no. to her? No, no, no. Okay. I, I expressed that I wanted to go back to England and, huh. you know, continue. I really wonder what she was thinking. No, no. She was thinking, you know, you're 21 now. Yeah. This is the perfect age yeah. to be able to do this competition because later on you won't be, you've, you've gone past, you're <laughs> yeah, over yeah. the hill yeah, yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. So she truly believed, she loves these, you the, know, okay, like she loves, she the, loves the, this okay. kind of environment. Because there's a talent portion and there's a, like there's several different portions of how you become Miss Malaysia or Miss yes. World or whatever. Yeah, that's right. Like, there's, there, like, I guess you would have danced. Did you dance? It, you know, it was very interesting because at that point, it was more uh, verbal. Okay. It, there was no, we didn't, because even the swimming costume was held uh, in, okay. out of, no, there was no public. No pool? No, 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 because <laughs> we're a Muslim country, right? Oh, so everything okay. is also very toned down and things like oh. that. So technically, they were looking for an ambassador. A spokesperson okay, for Malaysia. Sure. You would go and you would highlight the the qualities of your country and right. more more geared towards that. Okay. Like in Hong Kong at that time, they had TVB and ATV, right? So yeah. immediately they would get a, a TV contract to be an actor or an actress. If they won the competition. If if they won, or first and second and third, I think they have that. Yeah. But that gave you exposure. Right. Because the TV stations were the ones who organized it. Yeah. Whereas for in Malaysia, it wasn't so. It's not like televised okay. at all. Okay. So it's 
a much more uh, subdued and quieter okay. sort of like a competition. Right, right. Yeah. Just almost local feeling. Yeah. It's just like really Malaysian ground. But, you know, Malaysia is quite a big place. Did you win? That would, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you nailed it. Your mom was right. <laughs> yeah. So I now won. you're on your way to what? Not, I know. So I had to, for a year, I, I, had, to ta- I had to do my duties as Miss Malaysia. I How are those? To, no, some of them was very interesting because, like I say, it was much more like a tourist ambassador for okay. Malaysia. Yeah. So you would go to different countries to promote your country. Okay. It wasn't a self-promotional thing. As Miss Malaysia. As Mil- Miss Malaysia, so, I represented my country to, like, the festivals in Australia or okay. in uh, England. By, by speaking? or you By go- speaking. Okay. And by, you know, being, being there. Like, there are certain festivals yeah. that they talk about tourism okay. and things like that. And girls from different part of the world will come as yeah, Miss Singapore or Miss okay. uh, Barbados or okay. whatever. Yeah. So what do they have in Malaysia? Oh, we have the mountains, we have the sea, we have the most pristine rainforest. Ah. We have something for everyone. Whether you... <laughs> you still got I it. I still got it. <laughs> and we have the best, most wonderful people and food. Yes, food like food. you've never had before. Oh. <laughs> and then then you go to the uh, next, the, the, is, is there Another con? Did you compete for like? Uh, the- uh, mine was Miss World. Miss World. Yes. How'd so you, do you in know, that Miss. One? No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and not like, Miss World. No, we. You know, it's a good experience. You are suddenly in a room with so many girls from all over the world. Yeah. And it's like it's okay. Yeah. You know, it's, it was a, all right? it's an experience. You weren't. Were you feeling competitive? You're like, I'm gonna. No, you're just no, sort of like, you were done like, with it by then? I was, yeah. I was like, this <laughs> you, is cool. You didn't want to be so, Miss World. Right. No. I'm, you're like, <laughs> no, I'm almost there out. There was no way I could have been Miss World. It's just, I didn't have, I didn't have the chops for that. Well, when do you, like, when do you transition into the person that uh, jumps a motorcycle onto a train? So I was back, I, if just finishing the reign of uh, Miss Malaysia, and I received this frantic phone call from a, f- a friend who was in Hong Kong and say, you have to come to Hong Kong. You have to come to Hong Kong tomorrow. You know, you have to do this commercial. And commercial. she was just like race nonstop. Yeah. And I go like, okay, Margaret, calm down. Tell me what's going on. Yeah. She says, so she was having dinner with uh, Dixon Poon, who at that point had signed on uh, Chow Yun-Fat, Jackie Chan, oh, yeah, George yeah. Lamb. Because, yeah, you know, he was he was a, very, a producer. He at that at that point he was not just a producer. He he's uh, he he has all these brands uh, like uh, Chopard and Rolex and Bulgari okay. and fashion okay. as well. So this so is him getting into of, the movie business. And he was using the movie business as a platform as well because he was using the stars okay. to advertise. Got it. And then at that point, you know, he got to know them and he thought, oh, this could be a very interesting way. Okay. And started off thinking being a producer. So when I got over there, so he had, they were having dinner and she said to him, and he was saying, oh yeah, I have these stars yet, but we haven't found the the girl to star opposite them. And so she Uh. then said, oh, my friend is Miss Malaysia right now. (laughs) Yeah. You wouldn't believe this. She actually had my photographs in her handbag. Wow. And she whoops him out yeah. and she gives it to him. So he's looking and he goes like, oh, well, uh, maybe ask her if she's interested to come to Hong Kong and we'll I'll meet her. Yeah. And so the next thing I knew, I was like, sure, I'll okay. come to Hong Kong. Yeah, Why yeah. not? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I met Had you been there before? And Yes, I'd been there one time before with my mom. Pretty exciting. It's a 
damn exciting city. Yeah, yeah. So dynamic, yeah. right? You feel the energy of yeah, that place. Crazy. I love Hong yeah. Kong. So then I, I, well, like, what the hell? What have I got to lose, right? Uh-huh. So I went there and I met Dixon. I thought, oh, mm, nice, interesting, good smart guy. guy, good guy. So okay. then he, you know, bustled in John Sham, Samuel Hong, Pucci Lung, you know, uh, uh, Philip Chat, all the people who were going to do this commercial. And they said, yeah, you're going to be working with Sing Long and it's going to be, it be cool. The next thing I knew was tomorrow morning, 6.30, yeah. I get picked up. Yeah. And I and I go like I'm working with Sing Long. I'm like I don't know who the hell Sing Long. Yeah, yeah. Then I look across the room and there's just someone running over to me and says, "Hi, hi, hi Michelle." And I go, "Oh my God, it's Jackie Chan." Jackie Chan. You knew him? I knew Jackie Chan. I didn't know his Chinese name. Okay. Because I'm English educated. Oh, that's his name. That's okay. That's his Chinese oh. name, right? So that. So got, he was already a star. Oh my God, he was yeah. a big star. Yeah. I mean, he was the biggest star from Hong Kong. He oh, had done that's so Drunken funny. Master and all yeah. those kind of things. So we used to go, you know, in uh, in London in uh, Piccadilly Circus, there is a cinema that shows Asian movies, Chinese yeah. movies in yeah. particular. Yeah. Uh, midnight showing, you know, and we would go during the weekends. You uh-huh. know, we'd huddle with all our Malaysian friends. Right. And watch this film watch so, Jackie Chan yeah, watch what's his Jackie name in Chinese Sing Long <laughs> he had no idea I had no idea so, so what, he, what, he runs up to you like oh my god and I'm like oh my god it's yeah. Jackie Chan yeah. so you know it was great he, you know he's, he is what you see he's charming he's funny you know he's very engaging yeah. very generous with his time because yeah. this was the first thing for me I hadn't done this before hadn't right? done anything no that's true I hadn't done anything what the hell <laughs> and uh, we did the commercial together and then I was what was it for a, it was for this watch okay. called Guy La Roche okay yeah. so what did you have to do in that commercial oh it was a fun thing okay. I was riding a horse then he was on a bicycle you know this typical oh see a pretty girl fall off the bike sure and then I was on a motorcycle oh yeah, yeah. So, you, so that's where you first rode the motorcycle yes and a little moped okay <laughs> <laughs> okay, so how does so you do that with Jackie? You guys become friends then? We are friends. We're still friends. We become sure. friends, but you know, I did not see him, and we did not work together. You left after the commercial. You went back to Malaysia. No, then Dixon off, uh, offered me a film contract, and okay. I was thinking, oh wow, this is this wow, this is pretty cool, right? Yeah, sure. And I'm thinking. I don't know if my dad is going to say yes to this. How old are you? You're 22? I was 22. Okay. I was 22 going on. Yeah, 22. Yeah. And I thought, mm, but I'll go home sure. and ask his, <laughs> yeah. his advice. Yeah. And then I had a contract in my hand, right? Yeah, yeah. And I was thinking- Good for, money? Well, at that point, sure. for me as a young girl who has never worked before, yeah. it yeah. was relatively and, good. And it was about, and you were about to be an ex Miss Malaysia. Right. And I needed a job, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that one just landed on my lap. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, so I took the contract home. For two days, I mulled over. And I'm like, how do I tell my dad, ask my dad? How do I, you know, persuade him that this could be interesting for me? Did he know you did the Jackie Chan commercial? Yes, of course. Okay, of so, course. so that must have got him excited. So, not really. Not, <laughs> not really. No. The lawyer was not no, that the, excited. No. My right. mom was excited. Of course, my, the, yeah. my lawyer then, nah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that doesn't drive him. Yeah. If he was Tarzan, maybe. Oh, really? Tar- <laughs> oh, that's yeah. What, yeah. That would, uh, my dad would be like, yes. <laughs> wow. So uh, I finally, because my dad and I are very close. Yeah. I finally said to him, well, they offered me a film contract yep. for three years yep. and I have it here. Uh, 
would you have a look at it? And he said, of course. So he looked at it and, and he says, this is basically a slave contract. Oh, so he knew, of course. That, well, that was the lucky he was a lawyer. Yeah. yeah. I, then he says, are you sure you want to do this? I said, well, you're the lawyer. Fix can, it. Yeah, exactly. You can <laughs> unslave it, right? Yeah. So then it was, it, and I was wondering if he, what he would say. And then he said, so when do you want to go? Wow. He, it, you know, I think my dad was the one who believed in me yeah. and thought, if this is what you think you have want to try, yeah. you should do it. Oh, that's sweet. Yes. Did and he I, fix it's the contract? very important. Yes, he did. <laughs> <laughs> and they took it? Yes. Oh, wow. No, it was, you know, I think at that at that point, it's still very much, it's a contract, it's just words, right? Yeah. Much more important, the relationship. Right. That, the trust in each other, right? Right. You can't be always holding the contract and say, "Well, this well, of is course, what you right?" Yeah, but you trusted uh, with a guy, what's his Dixon, name? Dixon, yeah, and... who ended up to be my husband. Oh, and, really? Yes. A few years later, we were, we got married. Yeah. Oh, well, then there you go. Yeah. How how long did that last? We were together for about eight, nine years. Pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Until the end of the contract? No. <laughs> the contract was only for three years. Yeah. Yeah. And you started making movies? Well, yeah, right away. And w what kind of movies? <sighs> At that point in Hong Kong, generally it was action films, comedies. And the women were gen mainly, you know, the love interests yeah. or they were the damsel in distress. Right. Where the guys were the... Dun -dun -dun, sure. They swooped down and rescued... Save you, the, right. Yeah. Uh, so the first movie I was in, yeah. Al versus Dumbo, with the amazing Sammo Hong and George Lam and Dean Yip, it was an action movie, and he was the stunt coordinator. He was, you know, the, and when I looked at him, because he's this hefty guy, he somersaults, he tumbles. He's like this incredible martial artist. Yeah, yeah. But as I watched, it was very clear. This is choreography. Okay. This is exactly like what we do in dance, right? right? You do. You are taught the movements. You are, right. They choreograph, and it's two, three, five people dancing, or fighting. Right. It's still moving two arms and two feet. And it it has to be choreographed. It, oh, everything is not random. It's choreographed. It has Total, to be. Of course, or people right? are going to get hurt. Exactly. Yeah. Or too many people would get hurt. So, and then I became fascinated by this. What well, mainly also because my Chinese was not so good. Yeah. And so I was trying to find a way to hide behind something. You know? Yeah. And it's like, okay. what, what was your language that you grew up with? English? English and yeah. Malay. Okay. So Malay is the national language. Okay. Um, and English, of course. Yeah. I, I went to school so, in no the Chinese. At home, we spoke yeah. Chinese. Yeah. But when I speak the Chinese in Hong Kong, they laugh at me. They're like, ah, yeah. <laughs> do you right. know what you're saying? You're right. like, yeah. And they're like, no, that's not what it means. And so a different like, dialect? No, Hong Kong is Cantonese, mainly right. Cantonese. Yeah. But how we use it in Malaysia is because it's sort of like uh, corrupted or bastardized sure. with Malay and yeah. English. And so we would have Malay words in our Cantonese. And so they would go like, no, that's not how it's said in okay. Hong Kong. Yeah, yeah. And so they had a bit of fun with me, which is fine. But did right? you figure it out or you just still faked it? Oh, no. I, f I managed to figure it out. Because, you know, the more people laugh at you, the more you're going to go, uh-huh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think yeah. I better figure it out because <laughs> yeah. before I want to know what they're laughing <laughs> yeah, at. Yeah, yeah. Right? Uh, but what I was really, by the second movie, I we, you know, you, you sort of said, I would love to be able to try the action. 
You said that. I said that. And, and we're, at this point, were you talking to Dixon? Yes. Well, okay. you know, the Dixon and uh, the directors and his producers, sure. they're very close. Yeah. You know, they talk about, because Dixon was very hands-on and yeah. he loved to be part of the process yeah, of, yeah. you know, who, what's the story, who, who's, who's, he's, he, he was a producer, not just the executive right. producer. Right. But were there women doing that at that time? They used to be in the old days during the Shaw Brothers, where they had the swordswoman. Okay. You know, but yeah. then, um, even in the time of Bruce Lee, yeah, yeah, they he, he always had a side, well, a lady yeah. Angela Mao, who you would do some martial arts yeah. with him. Yeah. And for the long for a while, that sort of tapered off. Okay. And the women became more like. You know, the love yeah, interest sure. and we need to protect them and right. we, we shouldn't let huh. them be the ones who are, you know, running risks and being in danger. Yeah, yeah. So then when that sort of caught on, you know how it is. Once sure. the thing runs away and then you go like, no, no, Just no. keep making more of it. Exactly. Yeah. And especially when they were so successful. Right, of course. So, and if the audience wants that, they think, hey, we're doing the right thing. Yeah. So then we said, let us just give a go. And then they thought, well, you know, action movies are very popular. Why not try it, right? Give it a shot. Yeah. And if it doesn't work, we'll just put it back in the same box. Oh, yeah. Right. So uh, so what was the first action movie? Uh, it was called Yes, Madam, where I played a, a cop. Okay. A detective. Yeah. And now were you training martial arts? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Because the point was, if I wanted to be in this, I wanted to be the one to do it, to show that it it's, it can be done. What martial arts did you start I didn't, with? I didn't do like karate or oh, taekwondo. Yeah. Yeah. So I had, um, Corey Yoon was the director yeah. of it. So they sent someone from, you know, someone who knew martial arts. But that's not always the best thing. When you're a good martial artist, it doesn't mean you're a good teacher. Right. right? But then also, when you do martial arts for camera, yeah. it's very different from... Competition? Yeah. No, no, yes. Or yeah. real the style of fighting. Because yeah. it's, it's, it, you have to use it for the camera. And you have to stop. Yes. <laughs> at the right place. <laughs> yeah. at, but with power. But you have to know when to stop the power right. without going through. Sure. So this was, but I was very fortunate because I enrolled in a gym. And I knew in this gym, yeah. they were all the stun people. They were all the action actors. Yeah. They trained there. Yeah. And Eddie Meyer is also one of the characters that played in the film, So, which was great because then, you know, we became friends yeah. and he would introduce me to all. And I think I was a little bit of a novelty at that point because... You, yeah, you know she's Miss Malaysia and she wants to fight. <laughs> yeah, but you had this amazing dance background. But they didn't really know that, right? Right. So they all they saw was this girl. Yeah. who wants to wow join the boys club. Yeah, and you're picking up all these tricks and stuff from them. They're yes. showing you how to do stuff. Yes. Yeah, they would. I, they they were like, okay, let's okay, we'll show you. But then it's up to you. Can you pick it up? Right? But but by but ultimately, once you got all the tricks you needed. To choreograph fight scenes, mm -hmm. it wasn't like you could compete in martial arts. Oh no, no, no! You just knew how to. I just knew how to do it for the for, right. for in that. Interesting. In in competition, I would be like first out the door. But then it, what evolves though is your capacity for stunts, right? So that's something that you know that makes you uh, you can compete in the stunt world. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no! I left that behind also. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think what it was is was it was a little bit of the ego thing going like. 
I have to step up right. because, you know, I'm the one that said I want you to join the boys club. Sure. And these boys didn't yeah. just join the club. They yeah. paid their dues. Yeah. You know, they yeah. really fought their way. They threw pain and injury yeah. and things yeah. like that to be part of. They deserve their, of their place there. So yeah. how are you going to segue into that? Not just because you say you want to be right. there. So you had to prove yourself. Yeah. And fortunately, the, the, the people that I was training with, they were, they were hardcore actors and stunt people yeah. so they taught me because they looked at me and they thought oh okay she's not bad she's yeah. not bad she just need to learn how to you know it's like when you tie boxes are the most ferocious but then that they really can knock you out yeah. but when you look at them they look like they're so you yeah. know loose like, uh, and then it doesn't you don't see the no rigidity right none yeah. of that that speed yeah. and power. Yeah. So what you for camera, you need to see that. Right. But you don't need to, you know, go into hitting right, a person. Right, because it's a performative thing. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. It's like professional wrestling. Yeah. Oh, yes. I didn't say that. You did. Okay. <laughs> why, why? Would you get in trouble? Am I going to get in no. trouble? No. Okay. No, we won't get into trouble. Yeah. My dad loved watching wrestling, and I'm always going like, Dad, you know that's fake, right? Come on. <laughs> but he must have loved when you did the when they did the movies. Oh, if he, he loved was professional very, wrestling. He was a little bit proud yeah. of it. Yeah. But they never came to set. No. No. Okay. That's not allowed because okay. on set you sometimes really don't know if you could get hurt. Yeah. And when we fight, yeah. we 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 take blows at each sure. other. You that's know, a, yeah. you, you have to take the. That's hit. like professional wrestling too. Yes. Yeah. I, there's no doubt about yeah. it. But it's also almost like choreographed. Of course. In that way, has that, to be. Yes. Exactly. So people so, don't get hurt. So that people don't get break their backs and their yeah. necks or something like that. Yeah. So it was. It, I loved it. I I relished in that physical side of sure. it. Sure. When did you feel like you were at your peak with 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 learning this. Was it with was it in was it police story? Was that where you, oh police, police story, story is very interesting because I was doing yes madam uh, and then is that I, the one where you go through the play class? Yes, the first one. That was crazy. Insane. That's an crazy fi uh, fight sequence. Yes. Yes, that, that was my first. But that really? that really solidified the fact that she deserved to be here. We can wow. we can give us a you know all right, Wait, she's not bad. She's okay. because there's there's like it seems like there's long runs where you don't even cut. Yeah. Where it has there's there's yeah. several you have to choreograph like a full minute or two. Yeah, yeah, because that's the the tempo. Yeah, if it's too short, yeah, you know it's like ta, yeah, tan, ta. yeah. It's like if you play music. You can't just play. That's right. And it'll, it'll look like you're cutting around the fight. Exactly. So, so the risk, in order for people to really get into the choreography, you yes. got to do all the, th the whole they, thing. They have to be engaged. Yeah, and the yeah. only way you can engage them is that they see it. They're like, whoa, yeah, oh my yeah. God. You know, then yeah. they're like, they're sucked. You literally like draw them in. So then you did you did like four movies be yes. before Police Story. Yeah. Super oh, Cup. I did four movies and then I retired because I got married. We to got Dixon. Oh, to so Dixon. was like that yes. much? Oh, and so then you, he wanted only, you out or you wanted out? Oh, no, I wanted to stop. Okay. Because I believe I am not a good multitasker. Yeah. <laughs> I just hope. And I truly believe that to make, to I wanted like the full marriage. I wanted to have kids. I wanted yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. And, you know, if you're filming a few, you know, a month on end yeah. away. And I felt that this was, this, if oh, so I you were that, turn you back on the whole thing, huh? Yeah. I was like, if I if not, then don't get married, huh. right? Continue. I guess I don't yeah. know. Well, I guess it wasn't part of the culture where know. women work. 
And that was the other reason where, you know, it's almost a, um, you know, his friends or the guys would tell yeah. us, you can't afford to keep your wife at home. She has to work for oh, a so living. so part of his it's ego. It's a lot of, mm. no, it's not even an ego thing. I huh. think it's like peer pressure. Okay. It's like, why do you, your yeah. wife is it's tough work, you know? Yeah. Being an actor is not an easy life. Going, you know, when you're on set, especially not when you're going to play glass <laughs> windows. Yeah, that's not, that's not traditional acting. There's no class at Juilliard going through plate glass windows. I know that yeah. is still one of the best, like uh, crazy ass stunts. Yeah. Um. So, uh, it was only when you know we, we we got divorced, and I I was I was still very much part in Hong on off. But you the, didn't end up doing the whole uh, family thing or the. What, Unfortunately, you know that's life. Yeah, yeah, I was sure. not blessed with children. Okay. So. Yeah, me neither. It's it's a gift. So. Yes, but it's true, right? <laughs> yeah. You are or you're not, and if yeah. you're not, there are reasons you. I have think to. so, sure. But so so you were out of the game for seven years, though. No, about three, four years. Four years. Yeah. Okay. So my comeback movie was. So, and it did, and it was with Jackie. And it was with that Jackie. was the first movie with Jackie. That was the first since movie the, with since Jackie. Since the commercial, yes, it's so funny. We always look at how did that happen? <laughs> yeah, that was a crazy movie. It was Stanley Tong, the director. But I heard that, like, but so how did you get back in shape to do that stuff? I was always in shape. Okay, you never because right. it, it's part. You know when you're a an athlete, athlete sure, or yeah, a, yeah, yeah. a dancer, right. you never sort of step away from that. You yeah. sort of make it part of your life. And I loved, you know, I was, uh, I run around, I ran, I played, then I learned to pick up sports like tennis, things that I sure. didn't play before, yeah. but very active. Yeah. And so I was always very, very like physically you were in re shape. ready to jump a motorcycle? I wasn't thinking about that at that point. It was really Stanley Tong, who yeah. was also uh, yeah. one of the, he was a stunt coordinator, a uh -huh. stunt man when yeah. I first met him. Yeah. And we became friends because it's important because these are the people that keeps you safe. Sure. And of keeps, course. Yeah. And trains with you. Yeah. So they remind you and keep yeah. you on your toes. And Stanley Tong became a friend as well. So even though while I was uh, married, you know, we would train together because it's a sport, right? Yeah. So we would still be in touch and all those kind of things. And he said to me one day, um, if ever I get to be a director and I have a good movie, yeah. I will come knocking at your door. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, sure. But yeah. you know, you, you're thinking, I don't know when that's going to sure, happen, of course. but good luck to you. Yeah. So he did come knocking oh, with yeah. Supercop. And that was it. That was a huge international hit. Oh my God. That was a huge hit. Yeah. yeah. And it was such a beautiful way for me to be able to slide back in and say, I'm still here. Not to, and, and I'm better than ever. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. And, and, and so, but I heard that you gave Jackie Chan like a run for the money, that, you know, your stunts, that you, I think it's so unfair on Jackie simply because, you know, Jackie has already had of this of course, reputation, of course. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so if I do this, yeah. he has to do that. Yeah. He has to be bigger. Right. Okay. So one day he came to me and said, like, Michelle, what are you trying to do? Are you trying to kill me? I'm like, no. Because <laughs> when I did that motorcycle sure. yeah. jump, right? He yeah. was like. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> right. That's why he ended up in the helicopter. <laughs> But it was it was friendly competition. No, it's between us. Yeah. It's always been like that's that. great, and we've been friends now for thirty something years. So it's so impressive, though, because you did you know you did like probably twenty movies mm -hmm. of that type, yes. right? Yes. 
And then when does it start to do you do you find yourself getting tired or do you find you, because you're a huge star uh, in in a different part of the world you know, and with American martial arts films fanatics, mm-hmm. but like I, you're not necessarily on my radar until mm-hmm. much later. Mm-mm. Was that frustrating? Was that something you were aware of? It's not frustrating when you're not so aware of it. Right, because, because you're a star still. Right, yeah. exactly. And also, it's like you don't really have time to sip. Yeah, yes, I see some of my peers, yeah. you know, uh, colleagues, they sure. do some kind of martial arts, but that's but they are more dramatic actresses. Yep. And in Hong Kong, the sun coordinators are so good at, you know, putting in the double. Sure, and, you, and, and that's what you, that's your skill set, right? That's, that's how you, sh- that's your talent. That's yeah, I yeah, but but of course, as an actor, you must be able to because if there's no drama, there's no action. No, right. And but I'm I not... didn't do like a dramatic film until like the Song Sisters, and so you know, then you sort of go, yes, I should, I have to broaden my things, but I also have to convince filmmakers to allow me to broaden my scope. Well, how was did you ever train as a dramatic actress? No, I did <laughs> when I was in doing my degree in dance. I thought, well, you know, I'll minor in drama. Mm-hmm. Okay. It will help me with my body language, sure. you know, vocal, and then I discovered stage fright. That was the first time I suddenly huh. went when you did a play or something? Yes, because you know as as part of the course, you yeah. have to perform whether it's a soliloquy or, you know, or a part of a play with somebody else and other actors, right? And then suddenly I realized, oh my God, when I have to go up on stage and speak. Yeah. Terrified? I, my, I hear my heartbeat. Yeah. Pounding. Doom, 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 doom. Right. I start sweating. I start shaking. I forget my name. Yeah. It was terrifying. Huh. And so then I went like, this is, I don't want to do drama anymore. I, I That was it, huh? I, it was horrible. But, you know, I just realized something, though. Like when you just innately, when you're working in, in a physical um, kind of mode like that, when, when, when most of these movies are driven by this stage combat and whatnot, mm-hmm. is that in order to put emotion with the characters, there's you have to be able to communicate it in, in, in almost as broad a way as the, the action. Yes. Because like what's you know what's important is the action, but the emotions of Carries. that drive the story yes. have right. to be there, but they don't have to be subtle. No. Exactly. <laughs> so yes, so yes. that's interesting because you know by the time you arrive at the films you're in now you know, specifically the most current two, even even in in uh, Crazy Rich Asians, I mean, that is the opposite oh. of broad yeah. acting. Yeah. Of 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 I want I don't want to say melodramatic, but the subtlety was what made the entire performance. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. So when when you do the Soong Sisters, I mean, was it directors that helped you get in touch with uh, being comfortable? And also, you're not on stage in a theater. You're on a, a film set, which you're completely comfortable with. Better. Yeah. But, but remember, when in the 80s in Hong Kong, when we used to make movies, we rarely had a script. script. Uh-huh. Well, even if I had a script, I wouldn't know how to read it because right. I didn't read Chinese. Okay. And then we were dubbed. All our films were dubbed. Right. We didn't sync it in the... So there was no the, requirement no. of you other than to yeah. communicate emotion. Exactly. Right. Right. So then afterwards, um, and they would dub our voices and... Right. Often enough, as they're editing, you sure. go like, "What? What is the character? What is the role?" Until you see it, and the, oh, okay, wow. oh, that's what you're doing. Okay. So yeah. the the plots were much more simple, right? But then you know, as you get 
you have to be you have you learn uh-huh. you understand plots have to be more complicated yeah. and since i am in this business i should make myself learn more about it and understand i had no intention of like being a director mm. or anything but i love the concept of being a producer uh-huh. so what does that entail what would i, I do so if, that's what your thoughts were before even acting in in these in these no, type, no, different no, no, types no. of movies while i was acting okay so while i was acting and also you know you do get you do get to think well i need to broaden my sure. my scope i also understood that you have to it's driven by the drama yeah. like i did the movie called uh, a story of akam the sun woman it yeah. was like my homage to the sun people yeah. because i see you know the injuries the the unsung he- they're unsung heroes nobody yeah. sees their faces you know if they get hurt they get carted off to the hospital right. i don't know if they even have insurance or things like that sure and it was actually and in that one it was more we we had uh, Anne Hui she is the most beautiful director from Hong Kong mm. but she is a drama director mm. she's always known for her dramatic right. things okay. so that was when you know you start thinking i have to pull in the two together and yeah. you know, find the balance did she guide you yeah of course she did mm. but then i also had one of the worst accidents huh in while making that movie and i think i traumatized poor and to I think I don't think she ever made a, an action film again after that. <laughs> what what happened? We had this scene where I was in the first in the big shot. Uh-huh. It was me being pushed off this uh, highway uh, bridge onto a moving truck. So yeah. I would jump onto that as it yeah, speed away. Sure. So we had a close up. And so the the jump was maybe about 10, 15 feet. And you're doing it. And I'm doing it. So uh, Samo pushes me off and I'm supposed to Generally, when you do this, you yeah. know to land this way or flip right at the yeah. end. But because I was focusing on, okay, this is the point where she doesn't want to jump and, you know, she's being pushed. Acting. and she's Thank you. <laughs> and right. so suddenly, boom, I hit the mattress. Yeah. And in the worst possible way. Because we don't have airbags. Yeah. We, have, we use cardboard boxes and mattresses. Sure. And my head just went between them got stuck and my legs came from behind me and literally I heard my back go like like that smack. You broke your back? Everybody thought I broke my back. I, at that point, I could, I saw Anne standing next to me Tears just streaming. She was just like shaking like yeah, this. Yeah, she, yeah. Because you know when you see it. Yeah, it's disturbing. It is sho- yeah. shocking. Yeah. And Samo, bless him, he's one of the first people that I knew from yeah. when I arrived in Hong Kong. Uh-huh. And at that at that point, I didn't have an English name. Yeah. So people, I know when people call me Chu King, mm. that means they were the first few people that met no, me. Right, of course. And suddenly I heard, Chu King, are you okay? <laughs> then I thought, oh shit, I'm in trouble now. <laughs> and so... An old timer saw you fuck up. Uh, That's what you thought, like uh, no, I he, he must be, he because he must be so nervous. Oh. He's actually speaking to me in English yeah. and calling me by my my own name yeah. in English. Yeah, and so I thought, oh boy, maybe this is uh, and you know in the outtakes you can see me being carried off in the mattress yeah. uh, to a, to one of our vans because they didn't want to wait for an ambulance yeah. to come, and at that point you're thinking, oh my god. This could be it. Well, did you feel your legs and everything? Like you know, your whole body is like it's on fire. Yeah, it's just like ah, yeah. Every bump that was good. I said I can feel pain. Yeah. that's good. Yeah, 
And, you know, because I think all the years of training as a martial artist, yeah. as someone, you know, when you do these kind of things, yeah. I called my fiance at that point and uh -huh. I said, I am hurt and I hurt my back. So we need to find our orthopedic friend mm. and make sure that he's there mm -hmm. for me as soon as I arrive. I'm in this location. And then, you know, all these hospitals, they have very weird rules. If yeah. you come in this, you can take the same ambulance and doctors are not allowed to Oh, really? That. Oh, yeah. Okay. And all I remember was lying there, you know, and they put a body cast on you right yeah. away, your neck, you know, yeah. because, you know, my neck was like this and my back oh, was like my that. Oh, my God, yeah. And I'm lying there and so, you know, they turn on the TV just to like distract you. Yeah. And then they announce, like, oh, you know, today there's been an accident yeah. and uh, we think that Michelle and la, has been hurt. And, and, and. So I quickly called my mom <laughs> yeah, to tell her. <laughs> and yeah. say, oh, oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah. It's just, you know, yeah, yeah, that was a minor thing on set, but then nothing. Don't and believe the I news. Was, yeah. I was just lying there going, like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm, every, everything is good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the things. And what ha what happened? So I was so fortunate because I was so flexible. I did like all my back ligaments got like shot to yeah. hell, but I didn't break anything. Wow. It's a miracle. Like, yeah. right, like my ribs because yeah. of the way I landed. But technically, I didn't break my back. And they were like, I don't know how you did it. But they, the doctor said, it's just because you are so flexible that, you know, your body took the impact. But... Huh. So just, that and that coincided, not coincidentally, with doing more dramatic roles. No, no. At that point, <laughs> you, you know, it was that. very interesting because uh, it was just like you know, because you're really down. Because can you imagine such a someone that runs around all the time yeah. is just stuck? Yeah. And then all my sisters, all well, I have yeah. a sisterhood in in Hong Kong. Yeah. And you know, they they're not not most of them are not actors or in the pro in, even yeah. in the profession but my friends my sisters we were like sisters you know they come and they look they look at me yeah. and they're like why do you do this right i mean yeah. they were they were like trying to mm, 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 yeah do we gonna sure you have to to look you get hurt like this we can't do anything for you yeah you know what are you thinking yeah. why so they were trying to shock me out of you right. know and they guilt you out of it yeah in, yeah. in a sense and i they were right because I have to stop thinking. I have to prove myself. I have to do these kind of things. But you've been going a long time. I mean, you must have been, what, in your 30s, late 30s? Uh, that, that was it, in my 30s. Yeah. yeah. So then I was, but then, you know, the problem is because you are stuck in that, then your 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 mind is also going, yeah, maybe I have to reflect on maybe this is a time to step back yeah. and maybe think of something else yeah. or whatever it right. is. And it was interesting because at that time, while I was re recuperating, maybe three, four weeks into it, um, Quentin came to town. Yeah. And you know and he, he... he loved you, right? He loves the... the yeah. Actually, yeah. he is one of the biggest admirers of the Hong Kong cinema. Yeah, of course. Right? Yeah. I mean, he he really championed all the films, all yeah. the directors. And then sure. he said when he was there, I have to... I'm going to meet Jackie. I'm going to meet Jed. I want to meet Michelle. And at that point, we had not met. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I just knew of the things that he was doing. Yeah. And... But 
like this, yeah. you're going. You know, I I feel I feel you feel like. You can't wait, but you weren't in the hospital still. No, by then I had gone back home. But you're still you know? a little but bad I was, shape. No, yeah. I was like in a cat, sort of a cast. You okay, know, you're yeah, thick, yeah. The collar. And you're not moving. Yeah. And generally, you're just sitting there, yeah. like going, "Like you idiot, why did you do that?" <laughs> <laughs> right. Did you see the footage of it? You did, right? Like, did you see the footage of you jumping? I, ugh, I couldn't do it. Oh, I, I saw the 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 part that was in the film. I didn't want to watch because oh. I dive out past the camera. Oh, oh, okay. So because it was the top part that they wanted, it wasn't yeah. the landing that okay. was necessary. Yeah, yeah. Because the landing was already done. So literally, you could see my legs go by. And, yeah, and oh, you didn't, yeah. So you didn't. Uh, they didn't get it on camera. They didn't get that. The fall. That plunge on camera. All right, so Quentin's there. You're in traction. You're in, you're in a collar and a cast. And you know Quentin. His yeah, heart is as big as, yeah. he, right? Yeah. And he and he is very persistent. He's yeah. like, no, please ask, ask five minutes. Yeah. Five. Okay, ten, five minutes. Yeah. Not ten. Yeah. Five minutes. Yeah. Just want to say hello. Yeah. And, and so finally, you know, you okay, all right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm a great admirer of his. Sure. I would love to meet him. I mean, yeah. other times I would have gone to meet him, yeah. right? So the next thing I knew was, so I've, I'm in the living room and I look up and you see this big guy. He's yeah. bounding down the stairs like yeah. three, four at a time. You know, And yeah. he's tall and he's yeah. lanky. Big boy, right? yeah. And so he comes, he's like, Michelle. Yeah. He picks up a pillow puts it on the floor down next to my feet. He sits there and he goes, you know, and then he goes on to talk about the movies, yeah. my films, you know, the in uh, Yes, Madam, going yeah. through the yeah. pain of yeah, glass. Sure. He, lit he could frame for frame t tell me all the things that I have done. Yeah. And so you, I'm watching this and I'm like, and he sweeps me up and I'm next thing I know we were talking. Yeah, you know, at that point, this is what happened. Oh, yeah, and yeah, everybody yeah. was going like, can you calm down, please? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He'll get you going, huh? Yeah. He he just reminded me, I do love what I do. Yeah. I just have to be smart at it. Yeah. You know, don't 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 take unnecessary risks. And so, don't take risks. So that was the lesson. That was a good lesson. Yeah. That was a tough lesson. Well, that's so funny that like, you know, it took Quentin being excited for you to really take into consideration just how much you've done and how much you like doing it right. and to see somebody that excited about it. Yeah. yeah. Because I think everyone in my friends and my family at that point was I like... gotten used to it. No, yeah. it was oh. like, nah, you should, you know, well, let's do something else. Let's take a... They were trying to... But you just became more selective. Yes. And Oh, definitely. And, you know, and, you know, the, I know the James Bond movie was a big deal. <laughs> you know, yes. Here. Oh yes, it was a big deal there too. Yeah, it was amazing. That was a great role. I know, and that kind of brought you into a, a different audience. Yes, and Crouching I mean, Tiger too. The Bond movie was the first international, yeah. a truly international sure. movie, and you know, and the character was so precious because she was like toe to toe with Bond. Yeah, and to be given that opportunity to play like that with Bond is. Such huge. a huge privilege, yeah. right? Yeah. But it was so necessary for us Asian women to be seen in that light. That yeah. we're not just the Ming vase, you know. Right. Like we're just like fragile and yeah. demure and, you know, to cook at home and do right. the sewing or, or whatever right. it is. Yeah. And that we are... We, we can do whatever it takes to protect the country and protect our family and protect yourself. Great. So it was it was a huge step forward and it was very empowering for women. So that specifically Asian women, you find specifically yes. First yeah. of all, Asian women because we were already in such a uh, uh, that 
typecast. A precious yes, kind of right, uh, Especially arch- to the West. Ar- stereotype. Right. If you look yes. to the West, that's how sure. they see us in yes. many ways, except for the ones who know the martial arts films <laughs> right, in right. in Hong Kong. Yeah, yeah. So I it it made a it gave the the woman a, such a big boost. Then I went to Hollywood, right? Because yeah, yeah. it was like at that time a lot of big directors like John Woo, Ringo Lam, yeah, Troy Huck, right? Samo, you know, they yeah. were all there. Uh, Chow Yun Fat, they were yeah. all there to do to because Hollywood is the dream. Yeah, when you're in the East. Going to Hollywood is the ultimate. It's like validation somehow. Of course, yes. right? Because this is, this is where. And that was a lot to do with Quentin, that a lot of these guys were put on the radar. It's true. Because yeah. he was the one who championed it. Yeah. We, we go, you know, on record during interviews and say, have you ever seen the best, you know, yeah. action sequence and this and yeah. that? And people were like, what? Who are you talking about? So by then, um, prior to doing the Bond movie, I had already started sort of taking, going to Hollywood yep. because Terrence Chang, uh, who was uh, John Woo's manager yeah. and producer, yeah. and we used to work together in Hong Kong in, yeah. at D&B. And he, so he, would, he called me and he says, you know, you should come out here to Hollywood because you speak very good English yeah. and this could be an interesting place for you to be. And, you know, at that point I was doing so many good films yeah. and having fun, yeah. you know, just, you know, resurgence yeah. of my own career. Yeah. And you're thinking, mm, do I really want to go there? Yeah, I'm where doing all right. Yeah. I'm doing, I'm, I'm having so much fun yeah. here. So then I thought, okay, I'll, I'll go and because John was there, Terrence yeah. was there, you know, my friends were yeah. there and Jet Li was there. So I thought, okay, I'll go over and check it out. And then I got to Hollywood and I was like, what? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Was like, I don't get this. Suddenly I am told right away, you're a minority. And that is, you know, coming from Malaysia yeah. and having lived and in you're Hong like, Kong. I'm a star. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that. But there are more people that looks like me than you in globally. The, in the world, right? yeah, sure. So, and you realize that there were not so many roles. There were yeah. not so many faces that looked Asian that was on TV mm. or on, on the screen. Yeah. So, technically... There are no roles, mm. right? Yeah. Then I was very fortunate. I was offered to do uh, Tomorrow Never Dies. Now I have a big movie under my belt. Right. Come on. Right. right? And then I realized it's not about having them knowing who you are, but no. what are the roles that There's, are there? Yeah, no one's writing the movies. No. Right. And also they, they were determined, you look Asian, so you need an Asian role. Right. And they always had to justify why an Asian person would be right. there. Yeah. Yeah, are we yeah. in Chinatown? Or are right. we doing this? Sure. It wasn't just because you can play the role. Right. It doesn't matter the color of your skin or right. your race or whatever it is. So at that point, it was very, very, it was tough. And after Tomorrow Never Dies, I didn't do a movie until two years later, until I did Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. What a great movie that was. Thank you. Ang Lee. That was really something. Whew. He's an interesting guy, that Ang Lee. Yes, he is a thinker. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, it wasn't his genre, but he appreciated it and wanted to elevate it. But if you think, what is his genre? No, I know, I know, that's it. He's a guy, he he wants to take, he wants to try things. But that's how, I think as a filmmaker and as a storyteller or or as an actor, that's what you should do, right? You have to constantly... Well, the fear of doing that is that, you know, you don't develop, uh, like guys who do the same thing over and over again, they get a business set up. But the guys who do a little bit of everything, 
Oh, you mean they create a brand for themselves? Kind of, yeah. But then, then you get stuck in that brand. Right. Well, yeah, but a lot then, of them don't care because uh, they're making that, millions of dollars. But somebody like him is an artist, uh, and you know, and he. It's just fortunate that he's such a brilliant director that it didn't matter. The brand was his amazing ability. Exactly. His flexibility. So how did that? So that movie did that change anything in terms of the being seen as somebody who needed to be specifically cast as a minority? No, it didn't change anything because in their minds it was a foreign film, right? right. I mean, to Hollywood That's it right. was a foreign film. Yeah. It was a period piece. Yeah. It was like, you know, and we got nominated for all, like, the best picture, the best director, yeah, the best remember, DP, yeah. the best yeah. costume, the best everything. Yeah. But none of the actors were ever sort of, like, seen. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, yeah. it, was, it's, it was a very interesting. But it's so interesting because that time, like, you know, you went on, you know, to do tons of movies, Hollywood movies, yeah, uh, of different kinds. I but was very lucky, yeah. right? But still, like it took. It's just very interesting that you know. I I know you were in the uh, Shang Chi and the yes. yeah. I mean that's and you were great. Thank you. But that's Asian movie, but it's different now because they're making it's a Marvel movie. I know, but it's but but it's it there is there has been a shift. Yes. Oh, no, no, no. There is a definitive change. Yeah. The the sea of change has, yeah. has occurred. Yeah. From I think when uh, the most apparent were, uh, happened when I was doing the press for Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah. Right. And generally every time I walk into the room, the the young jur- journalist will say my parents are so excited I am interviewing you. Oh, right? Yeah. And then you go, it's true. Because Crouching Tiger came 22 years yeah. ago. Tomorrow Die- Never Dies was like 25 years ago. Right. Memoirs These of These are Asian Asia. journalists? No, no, no. Or just generally General. speaking? Oh, nice. General uh, journalists. Oh, yeah. I think because par- Asian journalists especially, yeah, right? Yeah. And, and then it was like Memoirs of a Geisha, Sunshine, yeah. all this. This is like almost the previous generation yeah. of film goers and people who loved movies. But I still kept playing. And then when I did Crazy Rich Asians, which was more the today movie, yeah. like the young people sure. movie. It was like, yeah. wow, that's so cool. You know, yeah. that Crazy Rich Asians yeah. is funny, it's fun. Yeah. And then there's the scary mother, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I pl- it was a very iconic character and very sort of like memorable. Sure. And also historical for Asian people. Right. No, they Everyone then, knows that. Yes. Yeah. Because the last all Asian cast was 26 years ago with the uh, wow. Joy Luck Club. Isn't that crazy? Yes. But then with Shang-Chi, that was another step forward. We have our own superhero that's Asian. But it wasn't just because they were Asians. It was set in contemporary America. Yeah, right In New York. And then you you go to other places, but it is here, right? And it's today. It's not like you've gone back in time. And that's only when you see Asian people. (laughs) No, that's right. But it did have that mythic vibe too. It did. But it was like... How do you introduce a culture that's so ancient? Yeah. And this makes it more fun and interesting, right? And that's what the whole Marvel universe yeah. is about yeah. as well. Yeah, I liked it. I liked the movie because it, yeah. it is essentially a martial arts movie. It is. Yeah, uh, yeah. Destin was really, really good. Crescent was the director. Yeah. And he's, you know, you have the dramatic, but at the same time, the mysticism, you know, the martial arts and yeah. all those kind of things, yeah. which is so recognizable and Asia and globally too yes so then um, it was during Crazy Rich Asians when I was doing the the press and things like this set and I was sent this script yeah and I I read it and you know 
I've been in the business long enough yeah. to go, holy freaking hell. Yeah. This could be, it's, it's so wacky. It's so out there. You know how we always say, I want something that's original. Come on. Totally right? original. And also plays to all your strengths, respects where you're at in your career now, gives you an opportunity to do uh, a, a dramatic role with some depth and, and sort of addresses the idea of you're, you're not an Asian, you're uh, an actor, a woman uh, in, with a specific mm-hmm. situation that is not uncommon to many women of all kinds. And yet there's this whole other uh, element to it, and you have the skill set to do it. Oh, thank you, thank you for putting it all together. It right? is, yes. And you, you know, your my first instinct was like these two Daniels. Please let them be, you know, geniuses and not. And they these, are geniuses. They are. They are so attuned to the balance of chaos. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like respite and all this. And it's like, how do you make it? It's like, it's okay to laugh. It's yeah. okay to laugh at oh, yourself yeah. Yeah. and how absurd this whole, it's, it, our world is chaotic. Yes. You know, if you look at it, yes. And yes, we can't communicate with each other. It's called what? Generational trauma. Sure. Right? Yeah. And all the young people are like, their, their life, everything is in their face. Yeah. With a flick of the, because in the past, the, the last generation didn't really get to travel. They focused on how do we make a better life yeah. so that you have a better life, right. right? But now with the flick of the finger, they're in Asia, they're in Bali, they're in, you know, they can go, they travel, their yeah. minds are being exposed to so many things. So okay. they always feel that, why are you so critical of me? You always tell me, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. You tell me I'm, I'm wrong. It's almost like, I'm just not good enough for you, right? Yeah. I, I, I'm just like useless. So they get in their heads, whereas the the parents, especially the immigrant parents, is like there is like a duality. Do they are they American or are they Asian? Mm. And how do and why do they have to choose? Yeah, they they yeah. are Asian American, sure. right? They should right know their yeah. culture. They don't have to be ashamed of yeah. it. But in the past, it was like fit in. Just fit in, yeah. So that people don't think you're weird, you know. Right. So it always that that you got to pass somehow. Yeah, that that internal conflict that they yes. have, and then they also have a problem of communication mm. with their parents. Mm. It's like in Asia, parents don't communicate how they don't know how to say, "Well, I love you. I think you're great." Or I think they'll be like, "You're getting fat. You right. Know? You need to cut your hair." You it sounds to... terrible. Yeah. And but their, their their motivation is, I just want you to be better because right. I know you can. Right. Right. Yes. But it's just that it doesn't come out like that. Yes. Mom, like yes. my, I'm 60. When I go home, my mom will lay out my clothes for me, and I'm like, eh, I think I can dress myself at this point. And she'll say like, Why didn't you comb your hair? I'm like, Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> wow, still, huh? Still. And, and also what you're saying about the, the younger generation is that that is the point of view of the two Daniels, right? Yes. So they are able to have a freedom of mind in terms of imagination that is thoroughly modern and, and, and without restriction. Right. And also they have very strong mothers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? So they got Daniel it. Kwan's yeah. mother is like powerful. And, yeah. and they're surrounded by their, their wives, their girlfriends. You know, they, they are independent working women yeah. who are very successful with what they do. So, yeah. you know, it's like they see this and they're, they're going like, we have to pay respect. And it's, I think if they did, when they first started off, yes, they wrote the, the I, I tease them, I say, you wrote the generic action film, right? Yeah. You wrote it for a guy, yeah, which uh-huh. is the normal thing to right. do. 
That's why, you know, normally you don't re- get a script where it's already written for a woman. Right. It's already like that. Did they write it for a guy? The, at the beginning. Oh, yeah. Then they threw it away. So they've been working on this for like five years, I want oh, to say. Oh, that's crazy. So when they finally, you know, they said, you know what? We're just going to like sit down, throw away, and then put in everything that, you know, when you are, when you are young. Yeah. And it's like, this is the time when you go for it. And sure. you're hungry. Yeah. And everything that people say you can't do yeah. or shouldn't do. Right. And you go, why not? Yeah. And let's find a platform. And they were so smart with the multiverse. Yeah. It's like a science fiction. Anything goes, right? Right. I can let my mind go sure, to a place exactly. and which they did. It's crazy. With the and you when you're reading you're like hot dog fingers. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. How's okay. that gonna all yeah. right? <laughs> it, it it's all there. Yeah. You know, the body parts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the butt plugs. Yeah. They're all there. Yeah. Yeah, but then you as you read all this you know, it's like, it's very easy to see superficially. Yes, it's wacky. It's like really weird. Yeah. But the core of it that resonates, you know, the, the heart that's yeah. beating is family. Yes. It's never giving up on family and actually turning around and say, whatever you are, however you are, it's enough. Yeah. And I will, whatever universe, I will always want to be with you right and yeah, i think beautiful. that was what it reached out to people sort because, of an unconditional love of yes. family if it's possible yeah which it, it's hard it's, nothing is easy yeah and it was good to see everybody you know uh what's his name from you know from way back Key? yeah yes that was crazy yes. jamie lee Curtis. it was oh my god oh it was like you know the cast yeah when they, we came together, it's it's almost like you don't have to verb say, oh, nice to meet you and things yeah. like that. You know, you look at each other and go, we are here and yeah. we are here for each other. Great. It was great. It, yeah, all the stuff was great. And it was an honor to talk to you. I don't want to keep you too long. When do you got to fly? Now. <laughs> yeah. We good? Yeah. Oh, oh, yes. We're good. Thank you. It's, yeah. We we did. It was great. It was great talking to you. And I, and, and good luck with the thing. Thank you. The thing. Yeah, the thing. <laughs> I'll see you at the thing. <laughs> All right. Amazing, right? Wow. I mean, what a life. What a person. What a force. You feel it, man. You feel it. Uh, everything, everywhere, all at once is now on Showtime. And uh, yeah, hang out for a minute. So look, we've got the directors of Everything, Everywhere, All at Once coming up on Thursday. And if you want to hear me talk about their earlier movie, Swiss Army Man, I had Paul Dano on back when that movie came out. Uh, It's episode 723. It's driven by uh, a a lot of gas. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, but, you know, literally, but, but, you know, because I never really thought about it that way until I I told my producer, uh, he asked me if I saw the farting movie. (laughs) Yeah. Are you getting a lot of that? I am, and, and and I'm I'm all for that. You know, in fact, I love <laughs> I love telling people that like this is this is my this is my far film. Like mm-hmm. it's like something you're supposed to check off like a box. You know, like yeah. Oh, I did my sci-fi film. Yeah, or, you, you did. You know, my thing. my western or my like this is my far film. You know, <laughs> I don't know that anyone has ever said that before. Yeah. I think you might be the only one that's able to say that this is my fart film. I love it. I don't know what it says about me, but it. I mean, I was so excited by the sense of humor in the film, and and it's like a it's like some secret part of ourselves that we don't always get to you know let come out to play, or that you're just like with your friends but not out in the world. And sure. So something actually kind of private and vulnerable about it too. Because I'm farting. Like, well, yeah, sure. No, no, about, I know, I, I agree yeah. with you. Because you know, yeah. there there's this idea that it's gratuitous. 
to do fart jokes, but fart jokes are, are probably the oldest type of joke there are, you know, outside yeah. of hostile jokes, you know, where people are, are getting laughs just for hitting other people. Right. I think the fart has been funny as, as, as soon as humans are able to laugh. Yeah. 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 I mean, why, why is that? Cause it is just a bodily function. Right? I know, but it's surprising. Sometimes yeah. it happens at the wrong time. They all yeah. sound different. They stink. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. know, they're, uh, they, they, I think, fundamentally embarrassing. I mean, there is a certain amount of pride in them, yeah. either for length, tone, yeah. or the power <laughs> of the smell. But yeah. that's all. That's in small circles. That's, yeah. you know, that's not for everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's available in the free podcast feed in whatever app or platform you're using right now. For ad-free episodes, sign up for WTF Plus by clicking the link in the episode description or going to WTFPod.com and clicking on WTF Plus. We'll be dropping an Ask Mark Anything episode tomorrow for full Marin subscribers. Then more Oscar nominees next week. Austin Butler from Elvis and Hong Chao from The Whale. Stratocaster. Fonda, cat angels, cat angels, cat angels everywhere. (laughs) 